up, freaking buddies? As you can see, we have no guests this week. We're just going to kick back and uh, talk about the shit show that was 2020 on this special New Year's Eve episode. First and foremost, I want to say thank you. Thank you to everyone who's stuck with the show, bought video versions, come over to the Twitch stream, throw in a like, subscribe to the YouTube channels, supporting you, Laugh We Die, supporting me. Y'all help keep me afloat this fucking year. That being said, we're going to, you know, talk about some numbers. Going down the audio versions of this year's episodes, our biggest show of the year, drum roll please, is with Lexi Lore on audio. So, and surprise to no one. And with the video version, we got the video with Xander Corvus. That's not counting the YouTube views because YouTube views are wildly out of whack with everything else. Anna DeVille and Peter Warren are still like killing it and I'm super old school of me shocking uh, Goff Charlotte is like the number one YouTube video on the YouTube channel. I seriously couldn't do this shit without you guys. Like, I appreciate the fuck out of you. And to round out the rest of the top 10, Xander Corvus, of course, is number two. Siri Dahl, Jaden Cole, Jocelyn Jane, Charles Stokely and Will Pounder, Charlotte Sartre, Kitty Jaguar, and Dolly Lee are the rest of our you know, top of 2020 episodes. And if anyone wants to hear anyone specific on the show, let me know. Holler at me on Twitter, DMs, whatever. You know, I will try to book whoever we can. Throw back a couple drinks, especially over Zoom, where it is super fucking easy. Other than that, man, it's been an interesting fucking year for me. I've been mostly, you know, chilling in my apartment, doing this shit, doing content creation. And just, you know, throwing shit back. You know, I hope the content I've been creating has provided some sort of, you know, entertainment for you and some sort of distraction from whatever's going on in your lives. That's what I'm here to do. We're trying to have fun. I know a couple of the shows have gotten a little serious. And I'm trying to keep them lighthearted, but, you know, sometimes serious shit comes up because we're all living through it. Other than that, you know, I'm cautiously looking forward to 2021. I may may have to make some really weird decisions next year. As of, like, this morning, late last night, a woman I was involved with very briefly who lives in Australia, like, got, we got back in contact, and I may have proposed marriage. She may have accepted. I don't know if this is, you know, inebriated talk or not. We'll see. We'll see. That's the case. Do I move to Australia? Who knows? These are all things I got to kick around because it's like, if I move to Australia, you know, they're all remote shows at that point. Which, you know, I miss doing in-person shows. I do miss in-person fucking shows so fucking much. And I was really looking forward to 2021 to being able to do them again, but who fucking knows if that's actually going to happen. And Western Australia hasn't had a in-person transmission in eight months. Fuck. It's like safer get to go back to living life versus living here in my comfy cell here in Hollywood. I don't know. It's something I got to kick around. Got to make sure she was actually serious about it. On that, if that falls through or I decide not to do that, 
because I don't even know the logistics of moving my shit across the world. I'm going to keep bringing you more and more shows every week. Uh, I'm going to keep bringing you Twitch content four times a week. Um, you know, keep pumping out YouTube stuff. I'd love to know from you guys in the Discord, on social media, what you guys are into, what you guys want to see more of, what you, you're like, eh, that's okay. You know, what do we got? I have every intention to keep the show rolling remotely as long as I need to. And then going back to doing these right and it in person. But for me, like the rest of the year has been, uh, it's been an interesting time. In addition to the pandemic, I have, uh, you know, started some new business ventures. Obviously you laugh, we die and all the Twitch stuff ended some other ones. I did some client relationships that were just toxic and it's important to do that shit. Um, it's amazing how fast this fucking year has gone. It's absolutely mind boggling. Like, it doesn't feel like that I've been locked up for fucking nine months already. We're going to be at a year before we know it. It's definitely not how I envisioned spending my the last year in my 30s. I don't think anyone envisioned this shit. I hope everyone is doing their best to stay safe, healthy, making money where they can. You got to do the balancing act of risk versus reward. You got to eat, but you got to be safe as you can be. It, it's... It's fucking nuts, man. I didn't know what all I was going to come on here about. Like, when I thought about doing the solo one was on Christmas Eve when I dropped mushrooms. I was, um, I was, a uh, pretty fucked up. I had just watched Gaspar Noe's Enter the Void, and I'm like, oh my god, I gotta get on air while I'm on mushrooms and talk about this shit. And then I didn't. And now I'm relatively sober, just babbling at you guys without a guest this week. Obviously, you can tell by the runtime, I'm not going to bog it down for a whole two hours here. I want to have something for you. And I also just, I wanted to, once again, give you my appreciation for all the support that everyone's been giving me this year. Yeah, it's much fucking love. We've had a lot of fun shows. You know, for me personally, catching up with Xander is always a blast. I'm just looking like over the shows I've done this year. Yeah, Nathan Bronson's always a good time. He's a homie. I, it was a lot of fun catching up with Rainin and Crow, being able to do that in person, even if it was a little risky and a little dumb. The Jamie Jet episode was a lot of fun. Jamie, if you haven't listened to that episode, I think she's going to do huge fucking things in this industry. She definitely has her head on right. And just, you know, is good people. Getting to know people like Crystal Taylor and Spencer Bradley were the highlights of my fucking year. Catching up with old friends like Dolly Lee and fucking Jaden Cole. Always good fucking times. We're going to do a lot of fun stuff in 2021. I'm going to keep making weirder and goofier fucking YouTube videos. Hopefully the show gets back to being just fucking silly so we don't have to fucking talk about politics and the goddamn pandemic and woe is me how depressing life is and all that bullshit. This shit is supposed to be the Roaring Twenties. I want to get back to it. I want to get back to just being fucking weird, fucking wild. People getting naked on the fucking show. Y'all haven't seen my tits in a hot minute. They're, they're here. They're luscious. And a giant shout out, if I haven't, again, to my boy Dan in Texas. I'm drinking some of the Weller Special Reserve he sent me. And he definitely just, it's wild. This shit is like over a hundred a bottle here in LA, if you can find it. And the fact that he sent me five liters of it, just 
gets me right fucking here. For me, I'm really hoping that 2021 brings a little bit of normalcy. I want to get back out and travel. I want to go back to bars. I want to, yeah, have a normal social life. And I want to have anonymous sex with strangers in bathrooms. Maybe that'll come back. Maybe that'll just be something that our children's generation will hear about. Like, you did what? That's not, no, you couldn't have done that. I hope that's not the case. It's also been a great year for just collaborating with some of my friends, you know. My homie Alex Ludovico has, you know, hooked it up with some music for some of my YouTube videos. I appreciate the hell out of him for. Fucking Cool School has done the You Laugh We Die logo, done some other artwork for me. Like, if you can, support your friends. Support their creative endeavors. We were not just born on this fucking planet to get shut out, go to a corporate job, pump out our own 2.5 children, and die. If anything, this year should illustrate that none of this shit is promised, five-year plans are bullshit, and you should be doing, you should be pursuing your happiness the best way you can, the safest way you can. Tomorrow is not fucking promised. Get out there. If you have a passion, do it, pursue it, and don't, don't fall into the fucking trap of having to monetize it. I mean, that is part of the bitch of current society is like, oh, I really enjoy doing this thing. I should try to make money on it. Do some things just for the love of it. Do some things just for the fucking passion of it. You don't have to fucking monetize everything. I am also a giant hypocrite about that, and I have tried to monetize everything I've ever done in my life. Do as I say, not as I do here. Pursue your passions, man. It's all... The advice I can give you for 2021. If you you, know, you want to talk to someone, call them. Don't play fucking games. Life's too short for that shit. You want to do something, find a way to fucking do it. As long as you're not hurting other people, there is zero reason not to. You're fucking up if you don't pursue that shit. You're absolutely fucking up. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful shit's gonna get better. I'm not holding my breath over it. Obviously, as I feel... As I think about bailing the country, it's a weird time. And as I've said on a couple of podcasts, I'm very thankful it's happened in 2020, not even 2010. Could you imagine doing this with 2010 internet without the streaming services with yeah, 10 years ago's technology? Xbox Live barely fucking working. I'd be fucking miserable. I'm not going to keep you guys too much longer as I'm just kind of rambling here, but we need a wake up call. We and unfortunately, a lot of society decided to be fucking pouty teenagers. Only discomfort will bring about change. Because if you're comfortable, there's no reason to change. So I'm hoping that the discomfort of 2020 brings some serious change in 2021. To society, to individuals, to a whole lot of things. We'll see if it happens. See if people are uncomfortable enough. I'm not 100% sure I've even been uncomfortable enough to really affect change. Yeah, I don't know if 2020 is really what kind of change it's really going to bring about, but hopefully it brings about some serious fucking change. Hopefully people take shit seriously because for fuck's sake, I'm hoping, I, I, I'm hoping that we get some rad new art out of this pandemic. I hope we get some rad new spaces, especially here in LA. A lot of places are closing down. I'm hoping when shit gets closer to normal, it gets replaced by other 
cool spots. Like, I'm hoping that it's not all just corporate bullshit. Fucking sterile cookie-cutter bullshit. You know, sterile cookie-cutter bullshit is just what's safe. It's what you know. It's why McDonald's serves billions. Because no matter what McDonald's you go to, you're getting fucking McDonald's. It's safe. And playing it safe like that in any aspect of your life is fucking bad. That's how you wake up one day and all of a sudden you're fucking on the brink of death. Because you've been playing it safe. You've been doing the exact same thing forever. Try new things. Screw new people once we're in a place that we can do so responsibly. That's what life's really all about. And it's it's not just here to consume and exist. It's about experiencing more and more things. And for someone who's spent a good chunk of their life is deeply materialistic. It's taken a while for me to get to that point. It's taken a while for me to be like, oh no, experiences and stories and living is so much more fucking important than just earning money to buy more stuff. The idea of like being a multimillionaire and having some insane house is like, I, I, even if I could afford it, I wouldn't do it at this point. I would much rather have like modest places in multiple places than I ever would some extravagant fucking home in one place. Like, it's nice and it's good to be in a place that's comfortable and that you love, but there's just a point where it's too fucking much. Doesn't make sense. I guess it was for me being exposed to like people with actual wealth and seeing some of this actual wealth to being like, why? I mean, this is cool to experience, but it's not, not how you should live day to day. You know, the studies that show that if you make over 70,000 diminished returns on happiness. And it's, I think it's accurate. I think it's fucking accurate. I know when I was making, I, you know, I've never made huge money, but I'm made up in middle-class money at one point and being able to buy shit made me happy. But the fact that like none of my peers had the money to fucking do what I wanted to do or do things together in a lot of cases, it's just like, well, that's cool. This is not all there is to life. Like being rich is just not all there is. If you ain't got people that you love and support around you to experience it with you. Fuck, what is it? So, I feel like I'm just kind of rambling at this point, and that's pretty much what you're getting out of this episode, is just me rambling about random thoughts. I didn't really come into this with a plan at all. And since I don't have a guest, I'm hoping for 2021, definitely continue to do more psychedelics. I think it's been a good good move on my part to just up my mushroom intake. I hope to get back to traveling. I mean, even if I don't bail the country for Australia, I hope it's safe for us to travel again. I want to go back to Japan. I want to go back to Europe. There's so many places I want to fucking go. There's so much more in this world I want to fucking see. And experiences just, experiences the little fucking differences. If you're listening to this in America, do yourself a favor. Get a passport experience other cultures. You'll thank me for it. Don't go to the fucking resort. Don't just hang out in a pool with other Americans. Don't get on a fucking cruise with other fucking Americans. Go out, go to other countries, go to neighborhoods, see how locals live. If that is one piece of advice I could give to fucking anyone, I wish someone had given me that advice when I was younger. Like, go out, experience the fucking world. You know, I didn't come from a family with means. And no one, no one really did that. I mean, I think 
my mother's been to Canada and my father has been to Canada and went to Israel once on as part of a tour group. Like the idea of a tour group for more than like a day is just wildly unappealing. It's all about just going out and like getting into the shit, getting into neighborhoods. Unless a city is an active war zone, there are people living there and thriving there. Crime, yeah, of course, crime is a thing. Crime is a thing anywhere. But as long as you have some common sense, you should be fine. So rewarding to get out in the world and experience this shit. I have people that I'm still in contact with that I have met on almost every trip I've been to out of the country. Like, hell, my potential future bride was someone I met in Tokyo seven years ago. Yeah, I'm still friends with people I met in Australia. People are people no matter where you go. They relatively want the same things. But the little differences are so fucking magical. It's just something you have to experience for yourself. So if you are an American, experience part of the world that isn't America. And don't experience a sterilized cookie cutter experience of it. I mean, I hope that for all of you in 2021, then like you get new, exciting experiences under your fucking belt. I wish I had planned this out a little better, but eh, is what it is. It's going to continue to be a weird time for entertainment. We have at this point, the technology to be very accessible, to make very professional things on a shoestring budget. And because of COVID, we're going to see more and more independent shit, more and more low-budget shit, smaller crews. and It's going to be an interesting time. I'm, I'm super hoping that we're going to see more independent film, more things that aren't just surefire winners. Because that is the absolute problem with entertainment these days is people don't want to fucking take risks. Hopefully more artists, and no matter what their medium is, are willing to take more risks, are able to take more risks, because... Things are becoming less and less expensive to create. One of the best things that came out of 2020 for me is like my editing chops are much better than they were. I mean, I knew very basic video editing coming into 2020. And because of the stuff I've done with Twitch and for YouTube, I've learned all sorts of new and weird shit. I'm just the fucking tip of the iceberg. I know I don't fucking know everything. I'm far from it. I'm learning more. And then that's another thing. If you can just keep fucking learning, learn just to learn. It's fucking important. Getting new knowledge is just fucking important. I don't know what else I really want to touch on during this. I mean, I'm obviously not going to go for a full two hours here. I appreciate everyone who's thrown me some support this year, no matter how you did it. Even if yeah, it was a like on a post. I appreciate all you guys. Hell, I appreciate the haters too. The shit talking, the shit talkers on fucking YouTube in the comment section. I get a fucking good laugh out of you people. I mean, it is fucking hilarious to me. I'm going to jump off here, get ready for my stream. It's last call. You can find me at Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter, Matt Slayer on Instagram, Matt F and Slayer on Facebook, twitch.tv slash Matt F and Slayer. You can find the podcast at and now we drink on Twitter and now we drink underscore on Instagram. I will see you in 2021. More exciting episodes to come. And uh thank you for tuning in for me rambling for a half hour. Yeah, I appreciate the hell out of you.